another season with us. New cards. And we're back for the next episode of Spoiler Seasons. Ether Ball. That was dramatic. So um, we're going to be starting off. This is the, the first week of official spoilers that we're, we're getting our one week this year, I guess. Um, and, and boy, do we have a lot of cards for you today. That's true. So our first card is Peacekeeper Colossus. Uh, this is a three-mana vehicle. Uh, it is a 6-6 six, six with crew four. And you can pay white one to make another target vehicle you control into an artifact creature until end of turn. What do you think? Well, so this is something we mentioned on our last podcast, but I think it's cool that they're giving us another way to crew vehicles. In this case, you can pay two mana to crew a different vehicle. So if you don't have the creatures up, you can pay the mana. It's cool flexibility. I think crew four is pretty terrible. I'm not sure that this is worth running just so you can pay mana to crew other vehicles. But I, I think it's a cool design. I, I just don't think it's not worth good it. enough. I agree. Not worth it. Uh, I think, like, this and the two other vehicles spoiled today that I think maybe are are more for, like, a casual all-vehicle type deck or mm. something uh, for, for more casual players. I don't think this is a competitive card. I Think about, like, the current Mardu Vehicles deck. I don't want this. No, it's not so at bad. All. It's so slow. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I, I don't think this is is in. It's cool though, like you mentioned that we do have another way to crew a vehicle again. So yeah. So <clears throat> moving on to another vehicle, we have Consulate Dreadnought. This is a super cool looking boat. If you haven't seen the card, definitely check out the art. It's a one costed vehicle for a seven eleven, which sounds great until you see the crew six and it has nothing else that it does that's special. Yep. Um, this <laughs> this is another one. You know, I, I think like this card goes really well with the uh, previous one, where you get to go turn one dreadnought, uh, <laughs> turn three last card, and then on turn four attack with a seven eleven. Um, yeah, but that again, sounds pretty good. You're like you're not gonna do that, right? No, I, I totally agree. I mean, I, I sort of have this hope. I'm like, oh, it's a one cost artifact. Like maybe in this artifact deck, like if you just need to like lay down a bunch of artifacts on the field, like. Maybe this sees a place if if artifact enter the battlefield do something has some worth. I I just don't really see it happening. Yeah, though. I think the only the other thing, and I guess we'll jump to this card so we can reference it. Um, there's another card called Siege Modification, which is red red one. Uh, it's an aura, and you enchant a creature or a vehicle. Mm. And as long as enchanted permanent is a vehicle, it's a creature in addition to its other types. And the enchanted creature gets plus three plus zero and has first strike. So you get to go turn one Dreadnought, turn three, it becomes a 10-11 first strike. Yeah, that that sounds great, but again, this has the same problems that all enchantments do, which is kill the vehicle, and you're down two cards, and very, very sad. And Dreadnought does also die, too. My new favorite card ever in Modern. (laughs) Which we will get get to to in a moment. I'm pretty pumped about it. So, very cool, not really playable, but... Uh, probably fine and limited. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I I don't even know if I would play this. In I know because it's this just so crew so high. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. I think like I think we have to wait and see if there's other ways to turn stuff into creatures. Because mm. if there are, then this actually I think becomes really good. Um, I think yeah. like if you can con- consistently turn this right, into not a creature, for just one turn. not just be like, oh, well, I have this one card in my deck that can do this trick where I attack on turn three. With right, a like 10-11. start your engines or whatever. Right. So you need like. And again, it seems like there there is this like casual vehicles deck where you run like all vehicles, and then uh, there's that enchantment that turns it into creature, the vehicle that we just talked about that turns it into a creature, and then you can start your engines and just attack with everything and like yeah, you know. It sounds fun and not very powerful. I agree. <laughs> I agree. 
Um, next <gasps> is a card I'm very excited about. Silk Weaver Elite. This is green two for a two two elf. Love oh, it elf. is an elf. Yeah, it is an elf. Um, probably not relevant, but um, cool nonetheless. It has reach, and it has our second mechanic of the set, Revolt. That's right. So when Silkweaver Elite enters the battlefield, if a permanent you controlled left the battlefield this turn, draw a card. So I I love the value of this. I mean, three for a 2-2, two, two, not super exciting. Reach and green, I think, is always great and limited because you just, you just die to flyers. But the draw a card when it enters the battlefield if a permanent left i mean this is not a super difficult condition to meet it's nope. any permanent right it can be a clue it can mm-hmm. be we don't have them anymore but fetch lands it can be something that bounces a token that dies right i mean there are just so many ways to meet that criteria that um i think it's very likely that this card will replace itself yeah i i like this a lot in limited it's it's a pretty solid three for a two two with reach mm-hmm. is like a Decent card. Um, honestly, it's probably going to die to most of the things it's blocking. But like, if sure. the ones you're getting the card off of it, it's replacing itself. I, I like it. Yeah, I like and it. if it can kill a couple of the things, because you know the flyers are like usually pretty small themselves. Yeah, I think that's why I think it'll probably trade with a flyer. Mm-hmm. Um, next, we have a shipwreck Marae, which is blue three for a zero five, and when it enters the battlefield, you get four energy counters, and you can pay an energy to give it plus two minus two until end of turn. Um, then another is an limited card, right? This is not a card for a standard. Um, yeah. I think that this is something that, like, I would play. I don't know if I'm gonna like pick this super highly, but it's a really good blocker. Like, I oh, do not yeah. want to attack into this uh, because right. if I attack with something big, eh, I just block it. If you attack with something little, then it's gonna die, right? And it, also, it's a great way to just churn out some energy for your other cards as well. So, yeah, I think this is a, a decent card. Agreed. It, de- it definitely has the flexibility that you're looking for in mm-hmm. Limited if you want the energy, and you're definitely very threatening on the defensive, um, I guess on the attack too, right? People don't know if you're going to try to protect it or if you're going to go to getting a lot of damage. So sure, sure. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, next, we have Sweatworks Brawler. This is Red 3. <laughs> the name is hilarious. You like the name? Sweatworks? What? Yeah, he, uh, you know, he, the Gross. residents of Embryal were never known for finesse, just for, for getting things done, like right. brawling in the sweatworks. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. So this is red three for a three three with improvise and menace. Okay. First of all, what improvise on on creatures, not artifacts? Cool. Yeah, I think I don't think there was an expectation that it would only be on artifacts. Oh, that was my expectation. <laughs> oh, I mean, we saw it on a sorcery earlier. Battle of the oh. Bridge. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think this card is uh, really good in limited. Oh, totally. I would I would pick this. I think Menace Value. is really good. And like you're casting, at worst, this is a four mana, three, three Menace. Solid. Totally. If this you're getting this for a three mana, three, three, or even a two mana, three, three. Two mana seems like hard to pull off. You'd have to go turn one artifact, turn two artifact. And that if you want to play this on curve. Yeah. Um, I think a three mana, three, three Menace, though, is, is a really good place for this card to be. Totally agree. And and 3-3 three, three are, are solid stats. Definitely. Definitely. Next up, we have Foundry Assembler. This is a five-cost artifact assembly worker. That's right. Make sure we drop that creature type. Right. Um, if you remember the... We have assembly workers from... Kaladesh. Right. And they go find other assembly workers, which previously just meant go finding themselves. But yeah. now we have this fancy five-drop artifact 
with improvised, yeah. so it can be a little cheaper. And it's a three three. It could be free. Yeah. Or it could be a very expensive three three. <laughs> sure. Um, I think this is a card like Sweatworks Brawler. I would only, I would play in any red deck. Foundry Assembler. I would not play in any deck. I would play if I can reliably improvise and yeah. cast it. Or if I have like a lot of assembly worker synergy, I'm just really excited that we finally get to fetch something else. Off of that <laughs> besides card, itself, besides I mean, it itself. felt pretty good. It was like, oh no, it was really good. Long, it was yeah. very good. I having two or three in a deck was great. Right. Uh, at, you know, at the Pro Tour, they were. Um, I put. I think both times I had two in my deck, and I would have loved to get a third one. And they were yeah. awesome. They were just so good. Yeah. This, this feels less good because those were like five fives, and this is a three three. But but this is this just has the potential to be very cheap. I think, which right. is nice. Right. Good early, good late. Yeah. All's good. So next we have Night Market Aeronaut, which is black three for a 2-2 Flying Revolt. Uh, oh, Flying. And the Revolt <laughs> is, it enters the battlefield with a plus one plus one counter on it. If a permanent you control, left the battlefield this turn. Uh, I mean, this is like... Could be four for a 3-3 three, three Flying. Yep. I mean, which is a solid flyer. Flyers get through and limited. Yeah. I don't love it. I think you need to be able to reliably trigger Revolt. I don't want to pay for for a 2-2 flyer. I know. I know. I, I'm thinking... So I don't think Revolt is super hard to get, but you do have to think about it, right? Because you have to think about, like, okay, are you trading servos? Are you sacking artifacts? Are you letting creatures intentionally die in battle to get... Val- that seems like a terrible idea. So I, I'm curious to see how people choose to trigger Revolt. Yeah, and I think that... Um, the you know the, the methods you're going to get revolt in standard versus or constructed I should say versus limited uh, might be different and oh totally that's fine yeah and I, yeah so I don't I'm not in love with this card we'll see what kinds of tools it has to to trigger the revolt um, I think this is only really good if you can reliably consistently hit revolt otherwise I probably yeah otherwise buy it. four mana two two is pretty yeah. bad next we have decommission which is white two instant destroy target artifact or enchantment and if uh, a permanent you controlled left the battlefield this turn revolt uh, you gain three life okay this is fine uh you know if you can't pick up a fragmentize grab a decommission and limit yeah. uh in standard we already have uh fragmentize and we have uh, appetite, appetite for, for natural and we have natural state. Yeah. Um, so better stuff in standard, but in limited, it probably probably not an early pick, but it's I think it's probably important to pick yeah, it up because it nice looks like there are a couple hate. threatening artifacts. So yeah. I think you do want the hate. Yeah. Okay. So now we're getting into some of the the better constructed More exciting fodder, cards for uh, those I of think. you who enjoy constructed. So we have Were of Invention, Ooh. which is Court of Calling for Artifacts. Whoa. So we have Blue 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 X Instant. Improvise, search your library for an artifact card with convert mana cost X or less, put it onto the battlefield, and shuffle your library. Um, the only way that this is really different from Court of Calling is that you can't pay for the triple blue with creatures uh, or artifacts. You have to use mana. Uh, I think that this card is something to, to really watch for. It's a, it's a tutor that puts it on the battlefield. Cord is very powerful. Cord yeah. saw a lot of play when it was in Standard. Um, it sees play in modern in a, a couple of decks. I think that if you're looking for standard, War of Invention has the ability to make it so that you can uh, more reliably get off combos. Mm, uh, we know definitely. that Kaladesh is a more combo-oriented set, so this becomes just redundancy for your combo pieces. Um, in modern, this is also redundancy for your combo pieces. In modern, this gives you a way, if you want to play Thopter Sword, you can fetch Thopter or Sword, um, and that's pretty sweet. Uh, I think that 
uh, you know, like with Cord, the instant, uh, the fact that this is an instant and not a sorcery is really, really important and really relevant. Um, so I, I'm pretty excited about this card. Uh, it lets you get combo pieces. It also lets you get, uh, like, you know, maybe you want to run a Panharmonicon deck and you're tired of drawing too many Panharmonicons. <laughs> so you run two Panharmonicons and three words, right? Word of Inventions. Um, and then you can get your Harmonicons or your other artifacts that you want. Yeah. Uh, this, I think, has potential. You can get Mar- Marvel. You can get any of the powerful artifacts that we're, we're seeing around. Yeah, definitely. Um, the one thing that I'm a little bit curious about is the um, search library for an artifact card with converted mana cost X or less. So I'm, I'm trying to think about the circumstances where you'd want to tap more artifacts or mana than you had to. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't think there's... I mean... There will be edge cases where maybe you want to do that for some reason. I mean, you know, like, so I'm thinking uh, you're playing against a Nahiri and you have a Spellskite and you want to tap your Spellskite so that you can redirect Nahiri's exile <laughs> to your Spellskite, right? Uh, okay, yeah. That's like That's case. like a very corner case. Yeah, and be... like that's why like sure. I've attacked with Spellskite before to allow that to happen. Um, I think realistically, though, this is because the same thing that happened with Cord, which was where people were like, Ugh. Oh, what was the mana cost of that card? Yeah, or not even what, like, I'm not quite sure what I want. Let me look through my deck, <sighs> right? So they just, you know, it's an instant you're doing at the end of your opponent's turn. You might as well just tap everything you have, and that way Let's you can find you it. Get. Yeah, because it feels really bad, especially for, like, newer players to go, especially, like, in Limited, if you don't really know what you have. Oh, that'd be and horrible. you cast this, and you're like, oh, I paid four, but I want this thing that costs three. That's disappointing. Yeah. Um... So yeah, I think the the thing that is tricky about this is the triple blue. That's um, a lot Because of blue. without the ability to convoke away the color, uh, you're running this in, if not a mono blue deck, a very heavily blue deck, or a, a deck that has the ability to produce lots of blue mana. And I think that that actually is a, a very real constraint um, and, and should be taken into account if you're interested in trying to build a deck around this card. Yeah. On a side note, if this ever ends up in a deck with Tezzeret, Tesseret does help to fix your colors. It does. That's true. Uh, yes. Yes. Fix your colors and also help you to pay the cost. Yep. Nice. Um, so next we have SRAMs. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Expertise. So it looks like this is a cycle. So we have white, white, two sorcery. Create three one, one colorless servo artifact creature tokens. You may cast a card with converted mana cost three or less from your hand without paying its mana cost. Excited. I, I like this kind of thing. I, I like this kind of thing too, but I have to say I'm more impressed with the black one. Oh, yeah. I'm more impressed with the black one too. I think that if I'm running I think like usually I just want to play Gideon. Right? Yeah. Like maybe when Gideon rotates, uh maybe this becomes better. And like maybe they also see playing different decks. Uh mm. so like you don't want to. Um but also I think people underrate how good making you know more than two tokens is hordling outburst was very very good in its day mm. right the ability to get a hordling outburst plus more stuff more free value i think is pretty nice think about if you go like expertise exhibition you get five servos for a four mana um which is nice or you go expertise into uh, a card that we're going to talk about in a little bit but the mimic yeah. um right and then or, or you know, there's, i think there's a couple of possibilities um, and I, I think anything that lets you cast stuff for free, we should be paying attention to. True. True, um, true. Yeah. Apparently, this card originally cost five mana, and oh. put you may allow you to cast a card with a mana cost four or less from your hand. So I'm not sure <laughs> whether the other pieces of the cycle will all 
be three. So far, everything's been four mana, minus three, minus three, or three one ones, and then cast can ribbon cost three. So it's three has been the magic number. Yeah, so, it feels like a fairy tale. Three. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's very consistent across. So we'll have to see whether the blue, red, and green ones uh, are similar. What do you think the blue one's going to do? Because it seems like, to me, like, blue one's either going to be OP, it's going to be like, draw, draw three cards, cards. <laughs> that or it's going to be terrible, be. and it's going to be like, scry three. It could be an anticipate, look at three, pick one. Oh, it's really bad if that's four mana. And cost another three cost spell for free. I think you gotta, you gotta draw at least two cards off it. Anticipate costs two mana. I want to be able to like use this card even in like the case where I don't have anything great to go for my hand. It should still be an okay card, I think. Yeah. I, I guess it'd also matter. I'm assuming it'll be a sorcery because that's what these both have done. Yeah. And Anticipate fills that slot in the yeah. instant. So I can see red doing like three damage. Yeah, and then, it seems uh, reasonable. Green, three plus and plus one counters. Yeah, it seems pretty weak for that four does seem mana. Pretty weak that seems for green, pretty yeah. bad. <laughs> Maybe that lets you cast something more expensive. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I'm excited to see the rest of the cycle. Yeah, for sure. Um, next we have Sram Senior Edificer. Uh, this is white one for a 2-2 legendary creature. Dwarf. Dwarf, <laughs> Dwarf advisor. Whenever you cast an aura, equipment, or vehicle spell, draw a card. Uh, what do you think of this one? Okay, first of all, two for 2-2, two, two, bear, lovely. Um, second, Dwarf. I still have dreams. I mean, Depolicy's play, there is like a dwarf's artifact Yeah, she's deck. mostly been cut from the deck, though. Oh, uh, very sad. Yeah. But um, anyways, the dwarves are apparently the ones who ride in vehicles, so, you know, it could be in a vehicle. I don't know. You know, the bad thing is it's not when it enters. Like, you have to cast another card for this to get any value, and it's just a 2-2. I don't think it's the standard play. In standard, this is bad. In modern, I think that uh, so there's a deck called Cheerios in modern, which runs um, a card called Pure Steel Paladin. And what Pure Steel Paladin does is it is a two-mana creature, white-white for a 2-2. Two, two. Whenever an equipment enters the battlefield under your control, you may draw a card. Okay, Then it also has Metalcraft, equipment you control of equip zero as long as you control three more artifacts. But the, the thing that the deck tries to do is get to a Pure Steel Paladin, and then it runs a bunch of zero-mana zero, uh, zero mana equipment, and you just cast them all, dry your whole deck, and, and go off. The thing that One of the things that's been holding the deck back is inconsistency. You need one of your Pure Steel Paladins to do this. These are... Uh, SRAM is Pure Steel Paladin 5 through 8, uh, which mm. could push the deck into, you know, maybe Tier 3, Tier <laughs> 2 in mod. Like, it, it makes it yeah. a more playable modern deck. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, it's a kind of a cool cool little tidbit. Sram, you have your place in the world. There you go. Even if you are. Even if you don't have your place in standard. There you go. Next. Okay, next. I got to read this one. I am, I'm really, okay. Fatal Push. This is, uh, let me describe this card to you. So it's an artwork. Is uh, Basically, this is Sparta kicking, kicking a guy <laughs> off a boat or a bridge or something. I don't know why it says Push. He's pushing with his foot. I mean, he's kicking him pretty hard in the chest. So fatal push is just black, instant, destroy target creature if it has converted mana cost two or less. Revolt, destroy that creature if it has converted mana cost four or less. Instead, if it permanent you controlled left the battlefield this turn. Okay, standard. I don't know. You'll probably see some play in standard. Like Killcopter. It kills. A lot of cards. It kills pretty yeah. much every single card from the vehicles deck. Every card from the energy 
deck except for the Hydra. Um, even the Hydra with Revolt, although it has Hexproof, so no. Basically, mm-hmm. this this kills like everything that is not a creature in one of the mid-range decks. This card is, is, is pretty nice even in Standard. But the real thing to pay attention to is that in Modern, we finally have like a really, really good black removal spell. This card in Modern is, is the black version of Bolter Path. Esper, um, Sultai, these colors that have kind of struggled because their removal is not fantastic, finally have a way to, to use this. Um, you, get to, you can even run this alongside Bolter Path. Uh, this card kills pretty much everything. It kills every creature that is, is major and modern. And the great thing is, even in decks like Suicide Blue or Infect or uh, Death Shadow, pumping doesn't save the creature. You get to just kill it, and unless they actually have a hexproof uh, ability, then the creature is going to die no matter how much they pump it. Um, so this is a marquee card uh, of modern, and this card is going to see modern play. It's going to be... Uh, it's going to be great. Just in any control deck, any mid-range deck. Oh, Fatal Push is so good. So good. So good. I can't wait to play with this card. <laughs> We're wait. all very, very happy for you. Thank you. Thank you. So, moving right along, the next card is Gonti's Aetherheart. Maybe I'll foil them out. Maybe I'll just get eight foil <laughs> Well, they're uncommons. You could. I know. It's so happy that they're uncommons. I know. Pick and Wizards did push up. this to rare. If this was a rare... This card would be really expensive. At uncommon, yeah. it'll be it'll be fine. Yeah. So Gonti's Etherheart. Love Six Gonti. mana. I know you do, but this is a little different. It's all about his heart. Yeah. Six I mana. Like, I like the OG Gonti four mana the dude that comes Gonti. in and takes stuff. Oh yeah. Played in Delirium. Two of. Uh, every time it died, bring it back with Liliana. Play it again. Ah, oh, so many cards. Casting other people's uh, so good. spell quellers. I quelled spells. I countered spells with Shrivel. I've cast Avacyns. I've cast Emrakuls. I've cast Traverses. Loved Gaunti. Loved Gaunti. So Gaunti's Aetherheart is a six-mana legendary artifact. Whenever it enters the battlefield or another artifact enters the battlefield under your control, you get two energy counters, and you can pay eight energy and exile Gaunti's Aetherheart to take an extra turn after this one. What do you think? So it feels kind of like the opposite of Aetherworks Marvel, right? You get two energy when something leaves the battlefield. In this case, you get two energy when something enters the battlefield. Marvel only gives you one when they leave. Oh, really? But it's a similar idea, yeah. Taking extra turns is good. It's legendary. It's six mana. I am skeptical, but uh, it's a powerful effect. I also think this is an engine. Like, this, this makes it much easier to combo off. Like, mm. so the, the combo with, like, Whirler Rogue, um, where, uh, no, sorry, Whirler Virtuoso, Whirler Virtuoso, when it makes a Thopter, right, it comes in with three energy, and it uh, you pay three energy to make a Thopter, right? Now, whenever a Thopter comes in, you get two energy, right? So now mm-hmm. you only need one Decoction Module, um, or one Panharmonicon, or whatever, you get one less piece of the combo in order to combo off. So that's really cool. Um, and then what you can do is... You can now combo off and make infinite thopters, then immediate, then make infinite energy and pay that to take an extra turn, just basically to give your guys haste and then just swing and kill your opponent. That way, you don't have to wait one turn and allow them to interact. Wait for them to you. find an answer. Yeah, exactly, if they they can. Um, so I think this is cool. I think it's something to pay attention to. I, it's not going to be like you know, everyone wants this card. No, it but definitely it's, doesn't it's fit niche. Into any. I could see it seeing some play in a, a you know tier two, tier three combo deck. Yeah. 
Next up, Greenbelt Rampager. This is green for 3-4. Um, when it enters the battlefield, pay 2 energy. If you can't, return Greenbelt Rampager to its owner's hand, and you get 1. I think this is super cool. So green for 3-4, obviously super well costed. The drawback is you have to have energy, but... Dies you know. to Fatal Push. Uh-huh, yeah, that that's the downside. Um, but, I mean, so you can play this turn 1, get an energy... You know, get an energy from somewhere else. Like, uh, you play Servant of the Conduit turn two. Turn three, you play this. It sticks. You have an extra energy else, lying yeah. around. Like, I mean, it's so cheap. Yeah. And three, four is a solid bot. I'm excited about you this. You can also do some cool tricks with this. You can, like, play this in response to the end of the battlefield trigger, crew a vehicle, and then have this bounce to your hand. Ooh. Right? So you can do some cool stuff with this. Um... And I, I do like that, like, it, it gives you free energy if you play it and you don't have enough. The one thing to keep in mind, however, is that this is not a May. You have to pay the two energy if you have it, which means that the moment that you hit two or more, you can't say, oh, well, I'm just going to play this to get the energy and bounce it back to my hand, right? Trade one green mana for one energy. Mm. Um, so it's something to do. But yeah, I, I think this card is super cool. I think, like, you know, it's just so easy to get energy that, like, it's really yeah. easy to get this card. It's, you're never, never going to get it on, like, turn one. You're probably not going to get it on turn two. But no. being able to go um, turn three, Rampager plus something else right, is great. Right, it's just one mana. Yeah, is really, really good. Maybe like, oh, well, you know, you're paying a three, four on turn three. That's good, but it's not great. But no, you get to play this plus uh, some two-mana spell on turn three, which is really good. Yeah, so as an example of a two-mana spell, let's take a look at one, Winding? Winding, sorry, my bad. Winding Constrictor. Winding Constrictor, which is green-black for a 2-3 a snake. Um, if one or more counters would be placed on an artifact or creature you control, that many of those counters plus one are placed in the permanent instead. If you would get one or more counters, you get that many of those counters plus one instead. Yeah. So increase your energy, increase counters on your creatures and artifacts. Yeah, I, I like this card. A two mana for a two three is a fine body in and of itself. Like this is Sylvan Advocate without vigilant. I mean, it's not the. It's got without like a body without the growing. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it, you know, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it is not Sylvan Advocate. Like in con, it has the same sure, body sure. as Advocate. Early game. It has the same yeah. body as Reflector Mage. There's all these cards that you know just kind of chump each other in combat, which is yeah. good. It can block Grim Flare um, early, <laughs> uh, but the the. The ability is really good. The ability in the right shell, I yeah. think, is act is very good. Uh, and the fact that this ability is on something with a body that doesn't stink is what makes it somewhat playable. Um, you can even the the fact that it gives you extra energy when you get it again makes it easier to combo off, right? Mm -hmm. Where you know this plus Gonti's heart plus uh, World of Virtuoso is now infinite infinite thopters, right? So mm. it's it's just like another piece and it's another piece to pay attention to because we have so many pieces now that it wouldn't surprise me if we managed to find a combo deck that is not just marvel Emrakul, i win um <laughs> instead of a combo deck that involves that is, plays more like a traditional combo deck where you're trying to assemble certain pieces and then you, you go off right so i think winding constrictor might be something to do that um on the other hand winding constrictor just in an aggressive deck that's pumping stuff with counters it's fine. 
Yeah. You know, it's it's fine. I don't I don't know. I think in limited it'll probably see more play. In limited, mm-hmm. it's really good. Oh, totally. Two three for two is great. Super uh, and great. then the, all the abilities are just icing. Um. So, yeah, in limited this is great. In constructed, maybe we'll see. Yeah. So let's take a look at something that could put counters on your creature and make Wind and Constrictor look even <clears throat> a little bit better. Yeah, much better. Uh, so we have Metallic Mimic. This is a two-cost, two-one shapeshifter artifact creature. And as it enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. Um, it is the chosen creature human. type. I choose human. Or, or Scion. Servo, you mean? Servo, whatever. I choose human. Well, we'll see. Uh, it is the chosen creature type in addition to its other types. Each other creature you control of that chosen type enters the battlefield with an additional plus one, plus one counter on it. So this card... Two different kind of approaches again. Uh, I, I'm I'm pumped. Humans, like this is this is what humans I think needed to kind of push it just a little bit because we have Thalia's lieutenant. I, so I'm a big fan of humans. I played the deck a lot. I played Naya humans of the Pro Tour. I played um, Bant humans back in Last Standard with Company, um, and I I I think humans is a great deck. So this card in humans is just another two mana lord effect that makes stuff big um it doesn't have any mana requirements which is really nice (laughs) because uh if you're trying to run more than two colors of humans that can be tricky especially since the deck wants to be aggressive so i love that so this is just great in the straight up human aggro deck however it's also very good with combos because uh this card plus um animation module produces thopter sword combo in standard where you get Remind to... Remind us what Animation Module does. Uh, so Animation Module is a one-mana artifact. Whenever one or more plus one plus one counters are placed on a permanent you control, you may pay one. If you do, create a one-one colorless servo artifact creature token. Um, and you can pay three mana and tap the module, choose a counter on target permanent player, give that permanent or player another kind of that counter, whatever. The relevant thing is with this Animation Module plus uh, the... What is it called? Metallic Mimic. mimic. Um, you go turn one module, turn two Mimic put a counter on something, right? If you name Servo and you put a counter on something, you get to pay, put a counter, pay one, create a Servo. Put a servo counter. gets a counter, pay one, make a Servo. Gets a counter, pay. So you basically have X, produce X two twos, which Thopter sword combo is, is kind of the same idea where you're paying X to make one one Thopters, then gain X life. Um, so not quite as good. You know, they, they don't have flying, you don't gain the life, but X make X is good is yes. very very good it's a good ability um, and mimic is easy to kill it dies to everything including oh. fatal push um but still this is a, i think something that this card deserves respect it's gonna see play um because it, it's fits into a, a couple different shells i think yeah i think it's very cool um and it is also as it enters the battlefield you choose creature type so if it would trigger something entering the battlefield for instance if it were a human that is lieutenant Yes, it would trigger Thalia's Lieutenant if you named humans. So, very cool card. Super exciting. Great. Um, next, we have Aeronaut Admiral, which is white 3 for a 3-1 flying. Vehicles you control are flying. Cool. Whatever. Fine. Yeah, good and limited. <laughs> Probably play unlimited. Yeah. Uh, Green Wheel Liberator. Green 1 for a 2-1 with Revolt. Green Wheel Liberator enters the battlefield with 2 plus plus 1 counters on it. If a permanent you control left the battlefield this turn. I don't like this card very much. No. It's risky because if you can't get the revolt, then it's two for a two one, which is terrible. Two for two one is awful, and two for a four three isn't very good either. Yeah. Um, if you're playing it on turn, like any turn other than turn two or three. Right. Right. Like it's fine. It's not good. 
I so, would be pretty sad if this was my rare. Oh, totally. It'll definitely be my rare. I, I don't know why this is a rare. Maybe because they don't want people to feel bad about opening it, but... <laughs> I'm going to feel really bad about opening it. <laughs> I bet you're rare. I'm going to pull four of those. Yeah. Um, next card, we have Untethered Express. Four mana. Uh, artifact Vehicle. It's a 4-4 four, four with Crew 1. It has Trample, and whenever it attacks, it gets a plus and plus one counter on it. Well, Crew 1 is a recipe for success. Um, it grows as you attack. Trample, always good. Great uh, flavor text. Rules and rails are made to be broken. But I, I don't know. I, I, four costs to throw it down is kind of a lot. Copter's better. Well, obviously. <laughs> Not every vehicle has to be as good as Copter. Uh, to see play? Seems like <laughs> seems like it does. Uh, I mean... Even that vehicle, whatever it was called, the one that came down as a creature the first time without being crewed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that one stopped. No, it stopped getting decks. played. Really? In vehicle sex. Because that was scary. It was aggressive. Not as good as Copter. Mm-hmm. Copter's, yeah. All right. So I think that like this could see play. Crew 1, if it was anything else, it would definitely oh, not. Oh, totally. Um, crew 1 makes it so that maybe it does. Uh, I think in Limited, this is really Oh, yeah. Good. In, in limited, limited, I bomb. totally play this. Very scary. Take yeah. care of it quickly. Um, and the, just the fact that it grows and has trample, it's so hard I know, to it deal It just with. gets worse and worse. Yeah. But in standard, I, I don't love it. No. But it, depending on what how the format shapes up and what kinds of toughness creatures we see get played and what kinds of removal spells we see, um, I think that maybe this could get there. It does dodge Fatal Push unless Fatal Push is revolted. That's how good Fatal Push is. It kills everything. Yes. It kills creature lands. So we've heard. Oh, actually, you didn't mention that it before. It kills creature that is lands. Great. It kills every single card in Affinity. Everything. Everything in Affinity. Everything in Infect. Everything in Suicide Zoo. Everything in Normal Zoo. Everything in Burn. It just... All these terrible aggro decks that are, like, taking over the format, Fatal Push kills. It's awesome. Next card is Free Jam Regent. Red, red, four. Free Jam. You like that? Free Jam? Say that again. I Free jam. <laughs> Do you like your jams free? Yeah, I don't pay for my jams. You don't pay for jams. That's a lie. I have a subscription we say to jam. Pandora. Oh, oh. See, I was on. I was thinking. Oh, jam, jam the food. Well, I was thinking jam the food. This was, dragon doesn't eat jam. I was also thinking jams like PJs. Oh, like throw your jams on. I think this dragon likes jam. You know what I think we should do? I think this dragon should have its art modified. <gasps> and it should be listening to some jams while wearing jams and eating jam. And it's just got a pocket full of money because it hasn't paid for any of them. Ooh, okay. So if you're looking for an alteration, go find this artist and request all those jams. Yeah, I think I think that's pretty clever. Any other words, uh, definitions of jam that we can use? Uh, jamming your foot in a door jam that's not I, I don't think he wants that kind of jam for free though that's fair that's fair um so like you said he's a red red four for a four four improvised flying and has red one it gets plus two plus zero until end of turn this is just you know it's our required dragon to the set um do you think i so i think the improvise makes it possibly playable because six for a four four flying that you can pump is like not good enough for constructed but the fact that you can pay for it with artifacts doesn't have haste. Oh yeah. If it had a haste, I think I, I think I would say it was playable. But the, without haste, like even I don't know. You're 
<laughs> this is expensive enough that I feel like you can't really play it before turn four. And if you play it on turn four, it's a four four on turn four. I I, I think there's better stuff. But four Avicen. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I don't I don't think it's great. I think it's our just our marquee dragon. You know, we have to get one every set. Um, which is fine. Players like dragons. Yeah, you it's said great. that sadly. I like dragons. Yeah, I, I liked dragons better when we were getting Thunderbreak Region. Uh, not Thunderbreak, sorry. Stormbreath Dragon and Thundermaw Helltide. Ah, so when Sarkon was in charge. When we had good dragons, <laughs> those were my favorite. These kind of really expensive, kind of dirtily do-nothing dragons. I feel like you have to give them haste. Without haste, mm. just not as playable. Very good and limited, though. Oh, yeah. Very good and limited. Yep. Very good and limited. Uh, definitely, and if you end tap with it, I mean the upside is is pretty high. Yeah. Played on turn four, turn five, you swing for eight. It's not bad. And guess what? Can't get it. Fatal push. Yeah. You're right. Fatal push. Playing around this. that fatal push. Yeah. Fatal push also doesn't hit things with delve, so it doesn't hit Tassiger or Angler. Mm. Um, that's okay though. I'm willing to <laughs> accept that uh, because it does kill like pretty much entire decks. So I, I'm okay with having it not kill a creature or two. It's very big of you. Yes, I'm a, I'm a kind, generous guy. All right, our final card of the evening is Pacification Array. One cost artifact, pay two and tap it to tap target artifact or creature. Okay. This card, let me tell you, in limited, this card is great. Oh, it's going to be so This card is very, very good. Um, and in standard, that this could see play. Um, there is a card called Tumble Magnet. Which uh, was from from a Meriden, Scars of Meriden, I believe. And Tumble Magnet, I think, costs two or three to play. Came in with three charge counters, and you tap, remove a charge counter, and you tap something. That card was was good, um, and I think that this card is good. Uh, yes, you have to hold up the two mana. That's yeah, I think two mana is a lot. I don't. I think that uh, in the late game, this makes it so like in limited when you're oh, in having the late game, absolutely ex- yeah, excellent. When you have like your late game board stalls going. This card makes it so that it's hard to do combat for your opponent. Um, additionally, this is another answer to Emrakul, Um, is you're able to just mm. tap it down every turn, which is nice. They can't really get rid of it when they take over your turn, um, so they that's good. They could cast your own Fragmentize on your passive. Yeah, if you if you have a Fragmentize. And this can also, like, you know, you can tap, you can tap artifacts, so you can tap vehicles, you can tap... Um, well, it's it taps stuff. It's good. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, tapping is the best. Yeah, I think the cards. I think the cards pretty good. Um, it it could see play in, in standard as a, a nice little control piece. Um, yeah, I don't think if it's everywhere, but you're right. I mean, it's a lot better in the late game. I was thinking like in the middle of the mid range match, and I'm like, I don't have two mana to leave up. Like, I need to be playing all my good stuff. Yeah, I guess the thing that I I like about this to some degree is it. It it does what I asked wizards to do um, in terms of more general answers. Um, so I said that the big four are Gideon, Copter, Ishkana, Emrakul. This deals with Emrakul, Copter, and Gideon in one card, um, and this flexibility is why I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even you know you you stall and tap down whatever the threat is for a little while. Eventually you kill it, and then this card's still around to do something else. I know it's a man investment every single turn, um, but this kind of catch-all is what I, I think we need more of. So yeah. I'm I'm happy to see this card at least as an option in standard. So I think that uh, that's that's all we've got for tonight. I, uh, a lot of cards here, there are 22 cards that we went through. I think a lot of them are really cool. I was impressed with Kaladesh Spoilers as well. 
Um, I, and I hope that I hope that these cards are able to provide some nice alternatives to Aetherworks Marvel decks. And, and oh my gosh, Fatal Push. <sighs> so good. Yes. So good. But uh, that's, that's all we've got for tonight. We're going to be back tomorrow with more spoilers uh, as Wizards continues to spoil them. So with that said, I'm Ryan. I'm Katie. And, and this, this is Spoiler, spoiler Season. season.